Hello and welcome to the Renaissance Polymath. I'm your host, Toby Gagnon, and this time I am joined by Jared Thomas. And on this episode, we would like to discuss life balance. Let's go ahead and get things started. So welcome, Jared. Thanks for coming out this evening and sitting down and having a chat with me. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate the opportunity. You're my first guest, and I couldn't think of somebody better to have as my first guest because you're a podcaster, so you get yes. to kind of critique my style and my <laughs> setup and all that kind of stuff. And uh, The setup's great, by the way. Oh, yeah. Very good. <laughs> Thank you. And, uh, of course, you int- uh, invited me to be on your podcast, so I figured it was just the perfect person to come and talk about Life Balance. Plus, I happen to know that you're a, a pretty busy guy, right? So Life Balance makes sense to talk about you or talk to you about. Um, for example, I know that you work full-time in a pretty demanding career. Mm-hmm. You're a devoted husband. You are a father to multiple children. You're a devout Christian. You're a small business owner. You co-host your own podcast, and somehow you, in there, still find time to pursue the hobbies and interests that you enjoy. So that's just what I know. I'm sure <laughs> I missed something. Did I miss anything? Uh, I, I, yeah. I mean, that's a lot of them. I, I think, um, you know, like I have four four boys, and uh, so that's that keeps me pretty busy. Uh, and like you said, I have couple different hobbies uh, one of which is uh, going to the range love doing that uh, with you of course <laughs> and then uh, one thing I think that uh, is a little bit more uh, time-consuming and also impactful in my life is just my church volunteer service so I do uh, probably at least every other week uh, to about two or three hours worth of volunteer work and that includes just going to church on Sundays so uh, that is also uh, can be uh, time consuming. So, you know, balancing all this stuff is it's not for the faint of heart. And I think that it's not an exact science. And I think that it depends on your situation 100%. And my situation, I'm honestly still trying to figure out exactly what the right balance is. Uh, we've recently had our fourth baby, our fourth boy. And so, coming, he's, you know, coming out of that, he's about, you know, five or six months now, uh, about five months. And so just trying to understand where he's at. We're waking up, me, and my, me or my wife are waking up in the middle of the night to feed him in the middle of the night and um, you know, trying to understand how to balance that with my schedule in the morning and my wife's schedule in the morning and then all the other things that we've got going on. It's just, I think that it's important to keep in mind what your priorities are and what you want to do uh, and then work towards prioritize those things first. And sometimes you get off track. And I have gotten off track sometimes. And you know, my first priority should be my family. And then uh, my, for me, it's my relationship with God. And so it's sometimes when I just get so bogged down, like, oh, the podcast, this is doing greater. I, I mean, I'm going and doing all these uh, interviews, or I'm just working on it so much, and it can be distracting. And so uh, keeping, sometimes my wife's like, you know you need to give us a little more attention. And, and, and initially, I sometimes I push back on that. But I'm like, you know what? You're absolutely right. That is important to me. And that's the most important thing. So uh, seeking up with your, your spouse and putting those things in first. There's uh, Stephen Covey. You know who that is? I don't. So Stephen Covey's a, a big, like, he's he wrote Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And uh, he's kind of one of these, he would do these seminars where people would come and they would, he would talk about how to be better and, and do better things. So one of the examples that he gives is he had a, a big bucket. And in that bucket, he had a, a bunch of sand. Uh, or And then he said, he gave he had someone come up and it was almost full to the top. He had someone come up and he said, here, I want you to put these uh, these five big balls that are you know the size of almost your fist. He's like, I want you to put these balls in this bucket. And the guy's trying to like smush it into the sand, but it just, they're not fitting. They just don't fit. And he's like, well, that's because we've put this in the wrong order. And he gets another bucket and he puts the balls in first and then he pours the sand around the balls and, and it fills up to the brim of the bucket and everything fits. So the, the whole object of that lesson is to put the important things first and then fill in with the rest of the stuff. And, uh, you know, there's there's a great YouTube video on that if you want to go check that out. But And that's kind of what you got to do is, and sometimes we try to put the sand in first and, and luckily we have, you know, our, our spouses or our children remind us that, uh, you know, something else, sometimes there are other more important things. And mm-hmm. so like them. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, you know, that can be a great constant reminder of, the, of those things. But 
So, okay, I gotta yeah. ask. Yeah. How the hell do you have time for all this? <laughs> because all the stuff that you mentioned and obviously doing the research and, and things that you do because you you have downtime. You watch YouTube videos and things like that. You listen to podcasts, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. How do you find the time to do all that stuff while still doing all the things that you do? Yeah, so, you know, it's... Um, I guess... I just I could run you through maybe an example of my day. Well, I was um, going to say, oh, yeah, well, yeah, let's yeah, start yeah. with this. Okay. <laughs> what time do you get up in the morning, dude? It's got to be early. Usually I get up at 6. Okay. This week I've actually been getting up around 5.30 uh, just because I needed to get some work in uh, to, to do stuff. Because not only do, like for this, for example, this week I had, uh, you know, Monday, I, I, Tuesday, yesterday, uh Ethan and I, my brother, we have a Brothers Creed podcast, and so we recorded two episodes. Usually, we do that two at a time. Um, we do some research on a topic, and we come out with that with that topic. So I was researching um, the two, uh, you know, things we were going to talk about uh, Monday morning and Tuesday morning, and then on top of that, uh, today before I came to meet with you, I had a consulting call with my outside my my business that I run. Uh, and so I was doing some prep on that and some work that I had to do with that. So I did most of that prep during lunchtime today. Uh, but lunchtime because I had off from my day job, which is I work in finance. And so uh, it, it's just really, so I get up at 530. Uh, at least this week I have, I was doing some stuff in the morning. Typically what I do is I put myself first. I usually work out at least 30 minutes. Uh, I spend 15 minutes doing something, some type of spiritual nourishment, whether that's reading scriptures or listening to a talk or, uh, you know, this week is holy, holy this week, I'm, this, it won't, it will, this episode will come out later, but this week is Holy Week. So just trying to, you know, get in sync with the spirit of Holy Week. Uh, and then for 15 minutes, I do something intellectual. So I read a book about, you know, getting my mind right. Or actually, I like, I'm a finance background, so I like trading, stock trading. And so I've been researching a stock trading methodology. That, And so in the morning, what I'll do is I'll look at, you know, some mornings I'll take maybe an extra 15 minutes and I'll look at a bunch of stock tickers and stuff like that and, and plan out what I'm going to invest in that day, uh, where I'm going to put my money. And so then, the first hour yeah. of your day, you, you, you've woken up. You've set an alarm, I'm guessing. Yep. Okay, let me ask you this. On your, when, whatever you use, you use your phone as your alarm. Yes, yeah. Do you set a snooze? No, I get up almost immediately because I know because I work out for 30 minutes and I know that if I have enough time to get up out of bed, put my shoes on and I have a garage gym so I can go to the garage and work out for 30 minutes and then I have to go wake up my son because I take him to school. Okay, so so there is no snooze button. And that's something that that when I was becoming in, you know, or getting into career Mm -hmm. and, and work. The snooze button was my biggest enemy because I'd be like, ah, whatever, I got five more minutes, and I would just keep hitting the snooze button until all of a sudden now I'm late. And so something I did early on was I just got rid of the snooze. So on my phone, if it's the alarm, there is no snooze button. I can't snooze for five minutes. If I shut that alarm off, it's not going to go off, and that fear of being late is what actually gets me up out of bed (laughs) in the morning. So so you set your alarm, you've woke it up, and the first hour of your day, you've already done something physically to, to benefit you physically yep. to benefit you uh, spiritually and emotionally yep. and then to benefit you either financially or intellectually yep so the first hour of your day before most other people have woken up you're already on the right path yeah that's the idea and you know sometimes and really when you get into the habit of waking up that early or waking up every day at the same time when you get in a rhythm of your life you wake up one minute before your alarm goes off and you'll just get up out of bed and and you'll sometimes that will happen and i'll just be like you know what I don't need this alarm today. But I mean like for but sometimes you got to be flexible. Like last night I was out until 12:30 and then I got home late in bed and then at 1:30 the baby woke up and I had to go feed the baby. And then my alarm went off at 5:30 and I was like I need a little bit more sleep. And so I woke up at I just delayed it an hour then I woke up at 6:30 to take my son to school. And then after that I w- and I so I just shifted everything and then after that I worked out for half an hour and then between 8 and 9 o'clock I did the rest of the stuff I had to do. Well cuz you had the day off too. That helps. Today? Yeah, that's what you mentioned. Oh no, I didn't have I didn't have the day oh, off. No. <laughs> no, I didn't have the day off today. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so oh, I goodness. just worked into and I did all my stuff I had to do until nine and then at nine I started work. So and then So you're working a, a typical nine to five. You mentioned on yep. your lunch hour today you were doing some stuff. So so yep. even in your 
your downtime when most people would pick up their phone and scroll through Instagram or doing something like that, mm-hmm. you're you're taking that time and capitalizing on it to better yourself, whether it's your your small business or research for your podcast or something like that. Yeah, ideally, uh, I am the kind of person who wants to be efficient with my time, and so you know whether that's obviously I, I do scroll Instagram. Uh, we have an Instagram page. Uh, yeah, what is it? A.brothers.creed. It's where we just post a bunch of stuff about our episodes. And so I am on there and commenting on people's stuff and uh, posting episodes. Oh, also, every morning, we do a post, an Instagram post every single day. So that's one of, one of do my... Do you schedule those or do you do them live? Eventually, we're going to schedule them, but right now, oh, I do gosh. them live. So yeah. that's another thing that I do in the morning. But one of the things that will help, and I guess we might get into this later, but it's important to prep a lot of this stuff beforehand. Mm. So if you can prep, like one of the... We did an episode... Well, we did an episode with you about prepping. Yeah. And... That was more about like tactical home readiness, but one of the Instagram posts I did was about what we how we prep for the school week. And so we have two boys in school, and what we do is we every day each one of those boys eats a sandwich for lunch, and then our two year old he eats half a sandwich. So on Sunday nights we lay out literally two full loaves of bread, and then we make half of them peanut butter and jelly, and then half of them like my son likes uh, mayonnaise, cheese, and pepperonis. <laughs> Oh my gosh! <laughs> so, is that the two-year-old? No, that's the six-year-old. That's the, oh god, that's the old one. Six years, mayonnaise, cheese, and pepperoni. Yeah, that's the only meat he'll really eat. Well, so chicken, his cholesterol will be checked at like age twelve. <laughs> <laughs> Son, you need to cut back on the pepperoni. <laughs> yeah. So like we prep all that stuff ahead of time so that in the morning it's just like pull it out of the freezer, pull out a frozen yogurt, put it in his bag, and then we pull out uh, we make a shake for the boys every morning with. Tons of greens and stuff in it, so they give them something healthy, right? Mm-hmm. And then it's all frozen in the fridge. We, we prep those. My wife does all that prep. Um, she's <laughs> the the we is her in a mess. I say we, but not, it's really it's like ninety percent her. Uh, sometimes I'll help with the sandwiches, but she does all the shake bags and stuff. And then just I'll just put the shake bag in the blender, blend it up, and then it's like five minutes to get my son fed and packed up and ready to go so so you brought up something interesting there your your, your wife obviously helps you your partners in life right? yeah and and not just on a piece of paper that the state or the government has right it, it's spiritual it's emotional um obviously you can't be a parent to four kids without help so oh, totally how, how does that impact other areas of your life i mean do you ask for help often do you seek it or do you just hope that it comes how does that work well, and help in what in what in what way? Just just generally, like if if you find yourself struggling with something, do you are you quick to ask for help? Hey, I know I can get this done. I can be efficient if I just ask somebody now. Or do you struggle with it, try to figure it out, and then get frustrated, and then finally throw your hands up in the air and say, "Gosh, you know, somebody just help me." Yeah, I feel like. My wife, she is amazing, and she does so much stuff. She's a stay-at-home mom, and and she manages the affairs of our home. And when I'm talking about affairs of the home, she manages our budget. Like we we kind of reconvene on the budget occasionally, uh, but she's the one that manages like the day-to-day spending and and keeping track of everything. She cooks every single meal. Uh, in fact, a lot of times, most of the time, she will like bring me breakfast when I'm in my office in the morning at like eight thirty. You know trying to do something. She'll bring me breakfast. She'll make me lunch and dinner sometimes. I mean, not every day, but uh, most of the time. And so she is incredibly supportive. And like we both have unique talents and unique abilities to, um, to, to do different things. And I try to help out absolutely where I can. You know, like in the morning when my son's eating breakfast, I'll unload the dishwasher and try to help out where I can. And, and sometimes if our two-year-old wakes up at seven o'clock, uh, you know, that kind of throws a little bit of a wrench in your morning, but I'll have them come in, sit on my lap, and I'll put on one of my monitors, I'll put a YouTube video of like a kid's show, and on the other monitor, I'll be trading stocks, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> or at least prepping for trades, because the market's not open yet, but um, yeah, so you've got to work together, and you got to be good communicators, and when you don't communicate, I've been guilty of not communicating effectively in the past, or not giving the, the full credit or and thanks that's due, um, and, and you've got to do that. If you're being so busy... It's important to really give your your spouse that's working in the trenches with you on a day to day basis the love and attention that she needs. In fact, we just did a lesson on on we just did a podcast at least today on love languages, and that's so important to understand what your spouse's love languages and respond to them in that way, uh, so that they can feel appreciated and you're not just roommates working around each other. 
That makes sense. That makes sense. Because I, as you were talking through that, I'm going, yeah, my wife and I, we do that too. And, and, and in previous episodes, I talked about, you know, being a good parent, being a good spouse. And a lot of that from episode one through episode three, uh, this is four, of course, there was a theme and the theme was communication, right? There, That was the same in episode one. We talked about it. I talked about it in episode two. And again, in three, when I talked about being a good, uh, being a good spouse. So yeah, it's it's good to hear somebody else say that because here I am thinking, oh, well, this is it's obviously not a unique or or a creative idea. It's been mm-hmm. around forever, but it's nice to hear that coming from somebody else because it sounds very similar to what goes on in my. And mind. I think sometimes our ambition, like I'm a very ambitious person. Obviously, I've got a lot going on. I think that sometimes that can blind me from what others are going through around me so if I'm just so hard working and I'm just busy 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 it's just one thing to the next to the next to the next sometimes you you have to make time to stop and smell the roses a little bit you almost schedule that in I would say uh, schedule in time with your I mean if you're busy 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 then schedule the important things first like this afternoon I'm gonna go on a walk with my wife or I'm gonna spend this evening with her and this evening with her and I'm going to give her this attention or I'm going to write her a note or, um, you know, I'm going to spend one time a month. So if one of the things I do is I spend uh, using the evenings with the kids between like five and seven when they go to bed. I'm wrestling with them. We're doing chores around the house. Uh, and so I spend a lot of time at that time with the kids. But I spend one night a month specifically with each kid as like a special night with dad, like a special dad date. And so we'll play a board game or we'll go out to get ice cream together or we'll play video games or something like that and that actually the boys really love that they like that yeah they love it and okay. they're like dad are we gonna have our special date again i'm like well next month you know each month you get a special date mm-hmm. and it's just do let you them give stay them, up one hour do you give them the ability to plan that out themselves or is it on you kind of no i i say what do you want to do and, and like one time uh, they were like oh i want to play video games and so the first time we played video games and we started this year and then they were like Okay, and then the next time I was like, okay, well, let's. I took them out to ice. I took one out to ice cream. I took the other one out to go get a smoothie. Uh, and uh, last night I was like, I was like, what do you want? Or it was actually this week we did it. And I was like, what do you want to do? And like, we want to play video games. And I was like, nope, something else. And so I played board games with one, and then the other one, and we printed out some stuff on the computer and did drawings and stuff like that. Oh, cool. So, Very yeah. interesting. So one's cerebral and one's artistic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of. So that's good. Well, so so we've talked a lot about. Um, you know, prioritizing and things like that. Out of curiosity, by like a percentage, I'm not looking for like, hey, three minutes a day, I do this, but you've already done that. By percentage, what would you say you give each aspect of your life? You mentioned the the church yeah. and, uh, and things, but being a family man, professional, a business owner, the personal hobbies, the, uh, the spiritual aspect of it, the religious aspect, what percentage would you say you give to each of those, whether you want to do a week or a day or a month or however you want to do it? Yeah, so the way I kind of broke this down, uh, I, I prepped a little bit for this. Uh, I sleep about, I try to sleep about eight hours a night. Sometimes no, I was going to say no. Sometimes you know, that's less. Well, you have a baby. to five thirty is when you have a baby. But we go to bed at like ten. I mean, we're in bed early. Nine thirty, ten. We're, we're heading up to bed. Especially with this time change, man. This time mm. change has killed us. And our our youngest. I have, a, I have a theory on that. You do? Yes. For the last twelve months, this is. Uh, for, for those listening, this is actually March 31st we're recording this. But for the last 12 months, basically everybody's been working from home. Mm-hmm. Prior to that, the last time we sprang forward, uh-huh. you were not working from home. You were commuting every day. You were doing this and that. So uh-huh. you had that ability. But now you've been at home the whole time. So when the clock springs forward, everything's all out of whack. Because <laughs> you've lived the same routine for the last 12 months. And now this one thing has changed. Yeah. And especially when your two-year-old wakes up an hour earlier in the morning. Mm. <laughs> so that makes a big difference. Absolutely. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so let's see. I sleep about 33% of the time. Day job, eight hours a day. That's how much I give to my employer. Uh, 23% of the time. Uh, family, t- about 20%. Church callings, uh, or, or my volunteering with my church. Uh, nourishment, spiritual nourishment, about 5%. Podcast, I spend about 9%. Consulting, uh, which is my side business, I do about four percent. Personal development, about four percent, and then two percent is other. So that's going to the bathroom and eating, right? Right. <laughs> right. And the travel between all those things. Yeah. Okay. Now which usually while I'm listening, to, well, usually I'm listening to a podcast while doing that. Okay. Well, hey, hopefully. It's and nice. also, this is a winter, um, a winter week, so that doesn't calculate in like 
mowing the lawn and all that kind of stuff. Oh, right, yes. But I do listen to podcasts. Whenever I mow the lawn, I listen to podcasts. Mm-hmm. And I, That's uh, the best time to do it. Yeah, totally. So Okay, so now let me ask you this, and this is an unprepared question. As you were going through and, and preparing for, for this recording here, and you were going through those percentages, did anything surprise you? And are you happy with those percentages? And if not, what would you change? Yeah, putting you on the spot on this one. No, that's, that's a good question. <laughs> I think that sometimes these change can change on, on, on a weekly basis. Sometimes my podcast is much more and my family is much less. And I think that generally, I kind of lumped family into 20%. So that's four boys and my wife. And so really, I think that I should have broken that one down further into how much time I'm spending on quality time with my wife and then quality time with the boys. And I, I, would, I think I need to increase the amount of quality time with my wife uh, because you've got to continue to romance your wife. And uh, never stop dating. That's right. You're spo- that's what you're supposed to do. And and if you don't do that, and you just come become roommates, or just you know, if your wife is only ever just supporting you, and you're never supporting her, then it's just not going to work out. So it's not to to run like a well-oiled machine. You both have to be well-oiled. Right. Okay. <laughs> I got you. Oh gosh. Oh, gosh. It's, I had to put PG thirteen on Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Come on now. <laughs> all right. So with all that, you you've obviously got a lot. Just like every anybody else's life, things come up, whether it's the baby waking up at 1.30 or, or whatever it is. So how do you prioritize those additions, those new things, those those out-of-the-box, unplanned activities or, or whatever? How do you prioritize those in that? Yeah. Well, it's kind of just, for me, I'm a, a prepper, I guess you could say, in that I prepare things ahead of time. I do not like doing things last minute. Like if there's... For example, uh, for our podcast, uh, we post a, 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 a something on Instagram every single day of the week that we, every single day after the day we post our episodes, we post our episodes Wednesday evenings. And so on Monday, I will have scheduled the post of the podcast and I will have every, I will have every single post that I'm going to do on social media for that next week already like done. So all I have to do is just pull it and then post it. And so I like to prep in that manner. So if something comes up that kind of throws me off, I, I guess it just kind of boils down to what is the immediacy of this need and is it going to be beneficial? And then if it's not, then make it wait gotcha. <laughs> until a time when it's more relaxed. Like, you know, this week is a short week because we have Friday off. It's like anything that could have waited until Friday, I, I'm pushing to Friday. And so you just got, if it's, the immediacy has to factor in and if you can push it off uh, to a time when you have a little bit of flex time, then do that. So Okay. So you have got to feel, and maybe you don't. I mean, I'd love to hear your, your thought on this, but my thought is with all of that stuff, at, at times you must feel overwhelmed. There must feel like, oh my gosh, this is just my breaking point. What do I do? I don't even know where to go from here. Um, how do you handle those feelings? And and what do you do to, to mitigate them or overcome them? You mentioned prepping, you know, four things or planning four things. Yeah. So this is kind of a two-parter. One, when things don't go to plan, does that bother you greatly? Because I'm sure some of the listeners are like that too. There's got to be like, hey, I'm a, I'm a planner, and if it doesn't go to plan, all of a sudden that road is closed. That's yeah. how I get to work. I don't know what to do now. Do mm-hmm. you get flustered easily? And then... Even if not, you know, you must feel overwhelmed. How do you overcome that? Yeah, the, the first one, when things don't go to a plan, I'm the kind of person who I'm going to show up on time every time or early. Uh, if you're late, then you're, I just, I'm always on time. And so I will leave somewhere like intentionally 10 minutes before I'm supposed to leave so that I can be there on time, just in case there's traffic. And so, uh, you know, sometimes that's just my personality, but... Really, I think it just depends on the thing uh, that uh, that you're dealing with, and whether it, the type of stressor it is. I mean, some things you just gotta let them roll off you because you know stuff happens. Nothing man. you can do about nothing some stuff. Can, sometimes you just nothing you can do about it. Like my kids break stuff all the time on the house, all the time. In fact, just tonight they had a little table in their room and a chair, 
uh, there's for them to do puzzles on or do all this kind of stuff. And they use it as a trampoline, of course, mm-hmm. not the one in the backyard, the one the the table in the room. So they broke that. And so, I, I mean, heck, when I was on, I was on paternity leave early last year, and and at the end of last year, and I was fixing something every single day. I was on paternity leave just because they were just breaking stuff left and right. Mm-hmm. And so, it, it's just you just kind of kind of roll with the punches. And if you can't take it, you just gotta, you know. Like, for example, one of the things on my brain is that the flapper in our toilet upstairs is leaking. Mm. And the flapper in our toilet downstairs had leaked, and it had, like, doubled our water bill. Oh, Which right. is crazy. It was, like, 150 bucks a month. Goodness gracious. And then, so I, I, I heard the one upstairs, and I'm like, okay, I need to do that. I haven't had a chance to get to Lowe's yet, but maybe on Friday I'll go, I'll go to Lowe's. <laughs> you know, it's interesting you mentioned that, because in a, a previous episode I talk about being what it means to be a good parent and part of what i talked about was exactly that roll with the punches right pick your battles don't argue with a two-year-old you're not going to win that fight right you're not going to even you're right it's a two-year-old it's a nonsensical argument right Mm -hmm. and the other thing i mentioned was that anybody who tells you that puppies and babies you know oh oh, having a puppy is nothing like having a baby they've either never had a puppy or never had a baby it's the same stinking thing dogs chew and destroy everything i mentioned to you when you came over uh, to record this, we've got to replace the hardwood floors in our home because the dogs have absolutely completely destroyed them. Uh-huh. So anybody who tells you puppies and babies aren't the same has neither had a puppy nor a baby, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> I've had people tell me, like, oh, yeah, oh, like, oh, you have kids? I have a dog, so it's, like, the same thing. Okay, so I will, like... I will, tell, I will say this. <laughs> uh, singles of each, having a puppy and a child, the same. Having four kids, I have no idea what that's like, and I'm sure it's it's incredible, but I would also imagine... The six-year-old may help around the house occasionally, maybe with the little one. He does do a lot of chores, yeah. Right. So, so my dog's dog can't unload the dishwasher. The dog can't unload <laughs> the dishwasher, right? Yeah. But it's funny to hear you say that. So, okay. So, so you get this. You're you're not flustered as much when things don't go to plan because you plan for them not going to plan. Yeah, and then sometimes you just gotta let it just roll. And roll. Then, like when the kids are wrestling like crazy, and and sometimes I just tell my wife, just let them wrestle. They're boys, you know. We can't we have picker battles. That's yes. exactly right. So you asked me about over feeling overwhelmed. Yeah. Obviously, yes, sometimes I do feel overwhelmed. Uh, just because there's so many things. And also I would like to do so many things. I wish there was like, you know, in the Matrix when he gets like lays down and, and they just put the thing in his head, he's like, I know kung fu, you know? Yeah. I wish there was a way that, to do that and I could just download I have a couple books. I have tons of books I'd like to read, but I just don't have time to really read them. Um, do you do audiobooks? I do, but sometimes it's not the same. It costs extra and I oh, just okay. Or you have a physical copy, and, and it's just... Because when I read, listen to stuff, I usually listen to it like two times speed. Mm. So it's like... And then sometimes I go like, oh, wait, and let me go back. and You listen to things on two times speed? Or three times speed. They Alvin have and the Chipmunks in your ears? No, it, it, it changes the... It, it doesn't sound like that. Oh, okay. It doesn't... I've never heighten, tried that. It doesn't heighten the pitch. Okay. Maybe it I'll just, have to play my own podcast. It just talks faster. <laughs> yeah. And it depends on who's speaking, but if someone talks really fast, then, then you might do it on one and a half but almost every podcast i listen to it's at least one and a half most of the time two interesting so that way i can listen to 30 minute podcast in 15 minutes boom time saved the efficiency see <laughs> that's right there's a life hack for everyone out there you listen to podcasts not this one of course but any other podcast when you listen to it listen on at least one, uh, two times speed yeah um so i do checklists one thing I, I do if i have a lot of stuff in my head i write down on a checklist and I'll have checklists for my business. I'll have checklists for my podcast. I'll have checklists from the to-dos around the house uh, and then business to do. So I have like a different folder or binder for each one of those things. So they're physical handwritten lists. You don't yeah. computerize them or digitize them. No, because I like to cross them out. Okay. So I like to cross them out with a pen or a pencil. And I think that that is therapeutic and that you are completing that task. And so I've got folders of just pages and pages and pages of, of stuff that's just crossed out of, of old, you know, to-dos that I've had, and I'm like, okay, I'm done. I'm going through this list. And one of the tactics that I sometimes do is if I have a lot of stuff, I'll write them all down, and then I'll start with the easy stuff first. So I'm like, I'm gonna knock off six items of this list of 10 items right now, because it's just, they're easy items that I can just quickly knock off. And so when you have like a to-do list, it makes it almost, it almost gamifies the experience. Mm-hmm. And also, you're not holding all that in your mind, it's just on paper, so you want to remember, oh, I gotta do this, oh, I gotta do this, oh, I gotta do this. It's just down on paper. Gotcha. Another I thing think is, I really like yeah. that. I'm sorry, I didn't mean yeah, to cut you off there. I like that because what I find myself doing a lot 
is because I'm working in front of a computer. If I'm not traveling on the road, mm -hmm. I'm working in front of a computer. So I tend to make the lists either on my phone or on the computer, but I've never, I didn't do it on paper mostly because I don't have paper and pen handy nearby. Yeah. Maybe that's the, the millennial in me talking, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. But I do like the idea of writing something down. So I'm a ham radio guy, right? Mm -hmm. There is a warmth to amplitude modulation or am radio if you listen to am radio versus fm fm typically is clearer mm -hmm. because of how it's laid out but if you listen to am radio it's warmer i don't know how else to describe it but, hmm. but there's that and, and i get that that same emotion that same feeling from pen and paper and then to your point physically crossing something out being therapeutic that gives me that warm feeling like yeah accomplish something I, I think i might make that change in my life it, it's really good i i it works for me, man. And even at work, I had some digital stuff, I some onboarding documents stuff like that, and I put them out on in OneNote. And I was do the draw function. I was crossing out the things that I had done, just because I I didn't couldn't print it off with my printer because the it was on a laptop. But, right. But uh, yeah. So very, even digitally, you're crossing stuff out. Uh, yeah, but usually I'll do it on a pen and paper. I like uh, that. And then uh, one of the things is you just gotta take breaks. You have to give yourself mental breaks, so short breaks. Uh, walk into the kitchen if you're working from home. Walk into the kitchen, get a drink, get a uh, get a soda or or something, and, and just take a mental break. Step away. Allow your mind to think about what you're doing. Because sometimes if we're just going a million miles an hour, our minds don't catch up. That's why sometimes in the shower, like some previously, I had tried to listen to podcasts in the shower, and I'm just like, you know what? This is time where I can think about my day. I've solved many work problems, like my day job and otherwise, just thinking about them in the shower. And that's if you think about it, everything that's ever been invented in this whole world has started in someone's mind. So the power of the mind is just unbelievable. And you have to give yourself time to think about what you're doing and also to visualize what you want. And so giving yourself breaks from just constant go, 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 go. Being busy and time management is not just about go, go, go. It's about giving your, pacing yourself. You can't run faster than you have strength. And so that was uh, the shower. The shower is interesting too because I, I do something similar. I'll think of something, or I don't know why, but I think of math problems in the shower about whether it's budget stuff or something. So mm -hmm. I, you know, you get the fog and the what, and I just start writing on the walls or on the door of the shower. And then I get in a day or two later and I'll look and there's my work <laughs> on the wall. I'm like, I really need to clean the shower. You need a whiteboard. That's what you need. <laughs> Not in the shower. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can't use a pen and paper there either. So I, I do. You're right. You're absolutely right. Because to your point, God, that was such a powerful statement. Everything that's ever been invented started in somebody's mind. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, so I guess for anyone out there listening, if, if you've got something in your mind, Put it down on paper and let it become a reality because it may help you and it may help somebody else in some way. And hell, you might make some money off of it too. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of something else I talk about is, you know, anything that's ever been invented. Uh, episode one, it was life skills, and life skills was just being present. Yeah. And in the moment, I mean, those are two completely different things. Being present is being there, and being in the moment is not looking at your phone while you're there, kind yep. of thing. And it sounds like meditation could be. The shower, um, whether it's church or actual meditation, just quiet room, easy music, that kind of yeah. stuff. Well, that's kind of kind of creeping into the lines of like finding an outlet. So that's also important to do is like, you know, I, I personally, I, I don't smoke, I don't drink. I, tr I, I like to watch TV, but I don't watch t much TV because don't I don't have any time. <laughs> well, I, I feel like it's a waste of time. That's exactly right. So okay. if I like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I've watched... All of Game of Thrones, <laughs> all of Breaking Bad, <laughs> but uh, and I just recommended Chernobyl to you tonight. Yes, uh, I love watching movies. I watched the four-hour Snyder cut of the Justice League, which is pretty good, I will say. But uh, that's something that I enjoy doing, and so it's like a stress reliever. Uh, you having fun outlets like going shooting or going, uh, you know, out with friends or even making time to go on dates with your wife or good conversations with your wife. In fact. One of the one of the te techniques I would say, or, or something that sex therapists recommend, is that schedule that time, that intimate time with your wife, so that you both know what that. I mean, that may not sound romantic, but when you're both very busy in your lives, if you have that scheduled out, then it's more likely to happen, as opposed to just going into bed at the end of the day, totally exhausted, and be like, "Hey, you know, no, you go to bed a little bit earlier that night, and you take time to talk to each other and just get in the mood." As opposed to just like 
hoping it happens spontaneously. If you're doing that, if you've been trying to do that, it's probably not happening. <laughs> so, so if you're listening and it's not working, try scheduling it. Try yeah, yeah. putting it on the schedule with your wife. Say, so, hey. Maybe, maybe don't put do... it on the family whiteboard, but maybe put it on your own personal like Google secret combination. It's like, hey, we're having uh, you know, grapes tonight, right? <laughs> yeah. Use code words, especially with children. Yeah. So, yeah, then that's, that's I think, some advice that we get when you're feeling overwhelmed. Uh, it's important to do those things. Okay, so we've talked about a ton. Uh, prioritization, basically how you, how you have your crazy day set up. If I want to maximize my time, and, and, and I really liked what you said about taking time to do things, to learn things, to be intellectual, to, to further your spiritual uh, beliefs and things like that. Um, one thing that I do is I have to drive a lot for work. So for, actually today I was in the car for four hours. There's a wow. bad wreck on the road. You had rain down here and people don't know how to drive. <laughs> uh, but I was on the road for about four hours today. And... I have a lot of really weird hobbies, right? Just off the wall kind of stuff. And there are podcasts that I listen to. I haven't cracked the two times speed thing yet. I'm gonna have to try. Oh that. yeah, that's like revolutionary, dude. Well, yeah, well, no surprise, man. It's it, the the ham radio podcast that I listen to lately. They've been taking over that three three and a half hour mark. But it's easy for oh, me because I'm in a car like, for yeah, yeah. three hours. Uh-huh. Uh, tomorrow I've got to drive for two hours one way to go to a meeting. So. That's something that when I sit in the car, at first I was just like, oh, I'll just listen to music or whatever. But I've recently gotten into trying to learn about something. Not yeah. learn, so I'm not going to learn a skill sitting in a car listening. I'm, I'm not an audio learner. Uh-huh. I'm a physical or visual learner. Um, so when I listen to something, it's more just learning about it, not learning it necessarily. So that's kind of what I've tried to do is yeah. take that time that would be otherwise downtime, right? Just yeah. deadhead, windshield time. And maybe explore some things, explore theories, explore ideas, concepts, basically what this podcast is all about is me driving in a car and thinking these things up. Yeah, Um, totally. What are some things that I can do or that the listener can do to maximize their time during their own day, assuming it's a a normal day and they don't have some weird four kid thing? Yeah. um, One thing that I, I, I think that's what I wanted to say earlier is about time management and maybe a way to decompress is sometimes it's important to find a hobby that balances you out from what you do in your day day to day. So for example, that complements it or is completely stark contrast? contrast. Okay. So for example, in my day to day, I'm at the computer all day doing data analytics and data science. And that is so just everything's in the computer. And so when I go away from that and I go to the range to go shooting or I go or, or, or I'm interested, and that's just a science-based thing. So what I really enjoy is like I listen to some of these podcasts, like paranormal podcasts and stuff like that. Okay. So that's one thing. When we did an episode about like uh, uh, Halloween stories, the Halloween one, yeah, and that was one of my favorite ones. Um, but uh, I love listening to these these podcasts. In fact, in the month of October, I like listen. I just listen. I I just listen to paranormal podcasts the whole time because I just think that those stories are so interesting and like um, you know, lots of kind of stuff. So it, it almost like that aspect balances me out or and doing something physical like shooting or or building something or or do something with your hands that balances out the the day-to-day mundaneness that i do in the computer and so that's one thing that's important i gotta ask have you gone bigfooting no (laughs) do you believe in bigfoot uh you know what if i was if if you had a gun to my head and you said do you believe in bigfoot i and i was i would for the record i don't just just for those (laughs) listening i don't i would probably say there is enough evidence out there that I would believe that something is out there. They didn't discover the panda bear until like the '60s. The and giant panda, the, the like what we what is known as the panda bear okay. until the 1960s. And so I think that it's possible that there's something out there. I don't know. I've never seen anything, but I've heard so many people say of different accounts that if a hundred thousand people say something, not everybody can be insane or loony or just lying. There's got to be a grain of truth in there somewhere. Same thing with UFOs. Right, okay. I think that there is something to it. Uh, recently, you know, I can't believe hardly any footage I see, but you go back 10 years and you see some crazy footage and there's a lot of different stories out there. Yeah. And there's just too much evidence where it's like, okay, this you got to believe something here. Interesting. And uh, so in the Uari National Forest in North Carolina, there's a, they do big fun, big, big foot like hunts or whatever. 
And I took, how much I took a group it cost of, to I, go on these I, hunts? I took a group of scouts um, out camping there once, and I was like, you guys know Bigfoot's in these woods, right? It's <laughs> <laughs> a great way to petrify a bunch of kids. Yeah, so that was uh, that was fun. But I so, so for whatever it's worth, I believe that there is, and for the record, I plan to do a whole podcast on on aliens, Bigfoot, that kind of stuff. Just to well, start you gotta have me back on. Then. Oh, we're, we're definitely gonna have you back. We'll have you be part of the roundtable conversation yeah. for that. I believe that it is ignorant to think there is something that inhabits this planet that hasn't been discovered, quote unquote, yet mm-hmm. by we'll call it Western science. I think it's ignorant to believe that. I, I believe that there is plenty of stuff out there that we just don't know about. Similarly with uh, extraterrestrial life, mm-hmm. of course it exists. It is arrogant and ignorant to believe that we can be the only living beings in the the vastness that is space and yeah. galaxies and universes and things like that. So yeah. it is interesting to hear other someone else's perspective. So we've we've gone completely tangential <laughs> to, to life balance here. But Let's see what was oh what you're asking how to maximize time. Yeah, you so one contrast. I think it's one of the things that oh, I talked about those different buckets that like I do the podcast, I do spend time with family, but overlap those as much as you can. Whenever I'm setting up a podcast, I've got the two older boys in there helping me set things up. And they're, you know, hey, dad, get that microphone, come bring that over here. And like, if I've got to mow the lawn or I've got to do some work in the backyard, I've got the kids out there, you know, working with me. Um, and so working together as a family <clears throat> at, uh, you know, it's just find, find as many overlaps as you can. Uh, work out with your wife. That's two birds in one stone. You're getting a workout and you're spending that time with your wife and you're helping each other work out. And so I think that is one place where we can kind of do multiple things at once. And as me and my boys are real little right now, but when they get older, I'd love to, I'm going to do tons of fun stuff with them, like tons of fun hobbies. I'd take them to the range or take them out bike riding or take them camping or take them to do all kinds of stuff. And that's stuff that I want to do that I want to teach them to do because being a dad, I mean, that's a that's a big responsibility. And so I, I think that you've just got to schedule stuff. And I, I don't know if you've ever heard of a guy named Tim Ferriss. I've heard <clears throat> the name. He wrote a book called The 40-Hour Workweek. Or no, The 4-Hour Workweek. Oh, okay. No, have, I haven't read that one. It's an interesting book. I think it was a, a, a big book. Uh, I think I listened to the audio tape on it. But he talks about how he automated his business. He automated almost every single thing in his business so that he would only have to touch his business four hours a week. And it's almost incredible. It, like it's just business a car wash, touch free car wash. No, he he did like <laughs> he sold like some kind of like protein powder or something like that on Amazon okay. and, and and it like got really big and then he's now he does a podcast and he does other stuff, but um, it's all about automating the stuff that you don't want to do. And sometimes it's Paying people to do stuff that you that you would rather spend time doing something else. Like if like this year, I think I'm gonna pay someone to mow my lawn because mm. it's worth it to pay someone forty bucks to mow my lawn. That time is better spent in either my podcast, my business, my work with my wife or with my kids. I'd rather spend do any of those things and pay someone forty dollars so I can have the time to do that. So sometimes you just gotta make that you know. That choice. On that it. was a decision my wife and I made uh, last year. Actually, it was it was exactly that. We it would take me three hours, and I don't have a big lot, right? But it would take me three hours to mow, weed eat, prep, do all that stuff, and and there was a. a That's because you're so meticulous. Okay. Probably. <laughs> it's, it's, it really is bad. That's not even a word of a lie. But there was a 22 year old kid who whose grandmother had passed away, and they had done what they shared together was a love for landscaping and gardening. And so she left him a little bit of money, and with that money, he started a business. And it was all about lawn care. And I said, mm-hmm. that's great. He's he's young. He's got people that work for him. He actually has a business. He's gone out through all the right steps. I'm going to support this kid. Plus, it gives me three hours on a Saturday back that I could spend with my family. Yeah. And it was absolutely worth that time. You're right. Totally. So spend the money. Don't be, don't be too frugal is what you're saying. Yeah. But within budget. Well, is it worth it? You know, like, is it worth it to spend that time with your family? Um you know, in my case, I'm at the position where I'm making enough money where I would spend forty dollars spending time with my family, and I'm doing a lot of other things. And it's like I don't want to have to cut back on the other stuff I'm doing to then make room for to, to spend time with my family. And then so it's like you get there's only so many hours in the day. Mm-hmm. And with this whole thing, is you got to give yourself grace. You got to give yourself room to make mistakes. You've got to say you're sorry to your wife. You've got to say you're sorry to your kids. 
and you got to try to do better and then readjust and reallocate. Things are changing. Life is changing. So you've just got to find that right cadence for your life. Uh, but that doesn't mean sleep in, hit the snooze button. You get up early, get at it. I think that's one of the biggest things that uh, you know, I think is important is just getting at it in the early in the morning. Okay. So thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Um, thank you for, for coming out and, and having this discussion. I, I want to ask you one last question, and it's not particular to, to life balance. It can be if you want, but I'm curious because the whole point of, of me doing this podcast was to explore ideas and concepts that I hadn't learned before, and I learned a lot of stuff later in life for many different reasons, um, but as I spoke about earlier, you know, or, and, and I'll talk later on, is I never really had a good mentor growing up, so there were a lot of things that I probably should have learned you know, at a younger age that I just didn't. So I am curious, what, if you wouldn't mind giving an example and maybe a story behind something that you didn't learn until much later in life that had such an impact on you that you couldn't believe you hadn't learned it before whenever it was. So, so like I'm yeah. this many years old when I learned X. Well, you know, honestly, I, I thought about this a lot and I, I had really good mentors growing up. I had great parents. My dad, he's a, he's a business owner. He's a go-getter. Uh, you know, I had great other role mo- male role models. I, I was in scouting program growing up. I learned a lot growing up in church uh, with this, the fellow man leaders in my church. And so I had a lot of exposure to a lot of really good stuff. And I don't feel like anything that I know today, I have not been taught previously or when I was a youth. Like when I was a youth, he would tell me things and I just didn't absorb it. And so the one thing that I think that has really changed from being a youth uh, to an adult that I appreciate so much more now, and I've already mentioned this, but it's just that time to yourself in the morning. When I was young, uh, I would actually, um, with within the the church that we go, there is a youth uh They call it a seminary, but really it's a youth class every single day when you're in high school, every single morning, and it's before school. So this class starts at 6 o'clock in the morning. And so I would wake up and go to this class every morning through all of high school. It's four years. And so uh, that's, and you just go and you learn about, uh, you know, the the scriptures or, or Jesus and different things like that. And so I was like, I am never, and I had to wake up at 530. I was like, I'm never going to do this ever again in my life. I hate waking up this early. And, uh, you know, so I, I went to it and, and then, uh, growing up and now I'm like, dude, waking up that early. That's a golden, like the, the, what is the saying? The mouth has gold in its, the morning has gold in its mouth hmm. is the saying, but like just getting up and getting at the day and getting your, uh, mind right, getting your spirit right, getting your, your whole self right, getting your body worked out. Uh, just sets the tone for the day. And really that time in the morning is when you're the sharpest. And so give that to yourself and don't give that to someone else. Don't give that to your employer. Don't roll out of bed and then give the first sharpest hours of your day to your employer. No, you take that for yourself. Take that. Work out for 30 minutes. Do 15 minutes for something emotionally beneficial or religiously or spiritually. And then 15 minutes for something intellectually. Yeah. And a lot of times, you know what? You'll be like, You'll get carried away. You'll be like, man, I, this is this book is great. And you'll get carried away. That might turn into 30 minutes of intellectual one day. And the next day, it might turn into 45 minutes of, you know, you're like, I'm going to go on a jog around the neighborhood too. So that might turn into a little bit more physical. So just, you know, keeping that balance. Usually, I try to keep it minimum 30-minute workout, minimum 15 minutes, and then 15 minutes for both intellectual and spiritual. And so I just think that that's so powerful. And uh, it, it just... And when I was a kid, I just didn't know the, the importance of it. And I had been taught it, and I was kind of doing it, but I hated it. And now I'm like, this is absolutely, absolutely life-changing. There's a book called Miracle Morning. Miracle Morning. Who, who writes that? Do you know who writes that? Uh, I don't remember the guy's name. We'll but, link it in the show notes. I'll link it in the show notes. But it's talking about exactly this and how dedicating that time in the morning. And he talks about doing meditations or doing uh, affirmations, uh, if that's your thing. It can just... And all that in the morning can change the direction of your whole life. And so, great book. Neat. Yeah. Miracle Mornings. Yep. Miracle, Miracle Mornings. Yep. Cool. I'll, I'll definitely link that. Well, thank you for sharing that. Thank you for coming out. Um, 
again and, and sitting down and being my first guest and talking with me. Happy on this. to. It's, it's been awesome. My pleasure. Um, if the listeners wanted to hear more from you, where where can they find you? Yeah, so uh, you can listen to our podcast. It's myself and my brother, Ethan, and we have a podcast called A Brother's Creed Podcast. So you can listen to it basically wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, we're also on YouTube and Instagram. Our Instagram is a.brothers.creed. And yeah, we post there about you know the shows that we're doing and, and about um, a little bit of a glimpse into our lives as well. And usually I'll post something on a daily basis about something I read that morning uh, in my stories. So yeah, that's so really So this is going to launch mid-April. This episode is going to release mid-April. So, so give the listeners here a look. What, what do you have coming up for some episodes? Yeah, so mid-April, uh, we're, we're doing a really good uh, episode on a guy who is a big real estate investor. Um, and he... I mean, his company does like $45,000 a month in advertising alone for, oh my his, for his real estate company. So it's a big, right. big company. He does wholesaling, flipping, all this kind of stuff. So we talk about just him and how he manages all that and how he finds deals and all this kind of stuff. It's really interesting. Uh, we also do, we're going to talk about, uh, let's see, the episode we just came out with was Love Languages. Later in, the, in October, April. Uh, April, excuse me, we're going to talk about... Um, Arrogance versus confidence. That was one we did. We recorded last night, uh, as well as uh, what was the other one? Improving memory. There you go. <laughs> Improving memory and understanding memory. So it's been a long night. <laughs> well, you got four hours of sleep last night. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, we we do a lot of stuff every week. We come out with an episode. So, and then you also check out the episode with Toby. That was episode twenty three. Yes. And it was great about home tactical readiness. In fact. I think we're going to have you back on or ask you to Ooh, come back on. I'd love to come back, yeah. And uh, do your uh, talk about what guns you would recommend for okay. the five guns every man should own. Yes, okay. <laughs> I'm glad to do that. I'm glad to come back and share that with you. Cool. Perfect. All right. Well, for the listeners, I'll make sure to go ahead and link those in the show notes as well as anything else that we talked about in this episode. On the next episode, I'll be discussing being a parent as an educator. If you have any feedback, feel free to send me an email at podcast at therenpo.com. That's T-H-E-R-E-N-P-O.com. I would also appreciate it if you left a review wherever you podcast. This helps the show be discoverable to others and helps me understand where things can be improved. Don't forget to subscribe and auto-download new episodes so you don't miss any of the future topics. Thank you for listening, and I will catch you on the next episode.